Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at olivenjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at olivenjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. All right. The end of the week. Yes, I can get rid of this persona that I have on TalkSport and just become the normal nice guy that I normally am. <laughs> Is that what you do on a Saturday and Sunday? Saturday and Sunday, I just go around, I help people, <laughs> you know, do old ladies shopping. I'm just that sort of guy. Do you do anything nice? No. <laughs> you should maybe find it you might find it quite heartwarming if you do anyway look thanks for having me Andy I, I fill in on a lots of shows and this is my favourite one to oh, do that's very kind of you and I'm not just saying that because I'm here I'm saying it because I find the hours perfectly <laughs> the hours are excellent really you, you're, you've stealing, done, you're stealing a living Andy you've done well actually because I've given you a coating off air all week but you've done very very well ah, it's like water for ducks back it is it, really, really? Yeah, you like a bit of abuse well I just don't really mind anything <laughs> like you know <laughs> anyway yeah uh, what's on today it's our bits yeah it's Martin Kellner on good form mm. and what was the other bit that we were going to do Sturmy Arches Sturmy Arches oh yes your sitcom that you do well, it's not really a sitcom it's a, it's a drama soap it's a, opera it's a radio drama so a soap opera starring everybody here at TalkSport well, I think we explain anyway what it is when you hear it mm. yeah so enjoy that and, have uh, a good weekend yeah Paul's back on Monday good afternoon everyone <laughs> good afternoon Andy good afternoon Max and I don't know if you saw um the cricket in between innings yesterday, where England were all out, and, mm-hmm. you know, just about limped to that score. And uh, in between innings, the commentators were expecting the, their very heavy roller to sort of dampen down the pitch. But they used the smallest, the lightest roller I've ever seen. Did you see it? <laughs> it's like a rolling pin. I know. It was really, Macca might as well just walked up and down the pitch. <laughs> Would have been like more weight on it. It was unbelievable. I mean, it was really strange. But obviously, he knows the conditions. We have been outplayed, outbatted, outbowled, outcaptained so far. So, uh, yeah, so you're pretty... But you never know. You know just two quick wickets. Uh, mm, obviously, you're... 21 overs on a pitch really offering a lot of help. Mm-hmm. You couldn't take one wicket. Is poor, and of course they bowled the wrong length. As well. So, what do you want to happen? Andy? Well, I do you want, want wholesale get, uh, changes? What I want is the bowling coach, who I like, I know, I know Silver's pretty well, and uh, he's a good man. But yeah. I, I want the bowling coach and the bowlers to sit down and have a look at the West Indies pitch map yeah. where they bowled it. And right. go, Tell you what, would be a good idea. We'll put it in the same place. Not get excited by the fact that the ball's bouncing and put it at least a foot behind that. And it was just so frustrating. They just kept 
bowling in the wrong place. Anderson looked about 90. I mean, he looked like a bloke that bowled 56 overs. <laughs> those, in, in a those, in, way. those in glass houses, Andy. But, <laughs> uh, do, you, do you ever think... Well, of, I am nearly 90. I'm not 36 Do you ever think about crossing the Rubicon? Because I've, I've discovered this week that you are, you know, an expert on every sport. <laughs> I'm not an expert on every sport. Okay. I did say this to a bloke in Russia. Do you remember that, John? <laughs> I said to this art, I said to our fixer, uh, he asked me what I did. I said, well, I'm an expert in every sport. Okay. And then the, the rest of the table proceeded to ask me about all these sports. I was like ice hockey. I'm not an expert I mean, at all. I'm, put it this way. You, you, you. Corfball. It's corfball. That's where you draw the line, is it? Ultimate Frisbee, you're no, pretty good. I had a book when I was a kid. It was like the, the encyclopedia of sports. So right. It was every single sport with yeah. the rules explained. Okay. And I went through it and learnt it, sort of thing, you know. Excellent news. Yeah. Okay. That's why well, I know what korfball is. Yeah, well, I mean, I've heard of korfball, but uh, mm. that's a, that's the extent. I wasn't expecting to do a full three hours on korfball, but I, <laughs> I can if you want. But have you ever thought about crossing the Rubicon? You know, you could, you know, as far as I understand, you seem to have a better idea than Ed Smith, so you could do yeah, that, I and then you could yeah. you could do that in the week, and then you could pop mm. back to Stamford Bridge. No problem at all. Okay, and uh, well, why not? Well, I, why not? Because honestly, uh, it's some of the stuff from today's paper about Chelsea, all the papers are got loads of stuff mm. on it of course because you know after that performance their worst Premier League performance in 23 years mm-hmm. Chelsea head coach asks his team is slump my fault well, it's not my fault, is it? <laughs> Whose fault could it be? Of course it's your fault. But I think it's interesting, isn't it? Because uh, Matt Hughes in the Times is interesting writing about you know how he was in the dressing yeah. room and sort of having some sort of existential crisis in front of his players and asking them what they mm. think is wrong. And, you know, we sort of expect football managers to be these very strong leaders and they're not allowed to show any... We- football has a real issue with anyone mm. showing any sort of weakness. But is it is it bad management if they ask... If he asks his employees, what do you think we should do, lads? I mean, I don't... Well, it's not bad management if you ask them mm-hmm. what's bad management is if you take no notice of them so if they say to you um, well boss we've just signed one of the best strikers in the world and we haven't created a chance for him in two games do you think it might be an idea if we get the ball into the box so that sort of thing if he goes no no I much prefer it if we just keep it for 80% of the time and then never cross it at all and never look for Higuain yeah that's a much better idea what did we have a pound bet on you, you, I mean I think Chelsea I mean to be fair to redress the balance yeah. Chelsea I found this out Chelsea have hit the woodwork 17 times this season that's a lot is that, they more have than, missed, is that more than most? They've missed more chances. The only thing is, yeah. they, uh, they're expected goals, which is a thing I don't even understand. Mm-hmm. Apparently, according to this, opposition scouts have noted that Chelsea rarely make full use of the width of the pitch when attacking. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Cundy was talking about that the other night with Frank Sinclair. And the result of their numbers for goals, crosses and expected goals, are the lowest of all the top six clubs. All yeah, because right. they don't get the ball in the box. That's the idea, isn't it? Hey, I've got a text idea. But they have got Hudson-Odoi. They do. Oh, yeah, who basically... The, the papers have decided that he's being punished by the manager for putting in a transfer request. Yes, that's, that seems that's really going to help. That seems naive, doesn't pick, it? If he doesn't me? pick him tomorrow, it'll be a massive error. What will you do? Will you streak? What can I do? There's nothing I can do. I'm going there, but I don't expect anything other than a kind of nil-nil or a one-one. Okay. You know, or they, they they the only way they score is they score a worldie like like William did against Newcastle. Then they get a win. But otherwise. Not unless he changes. Do you want my text idea, Andy? Yeah, why not? Oh, cricket legends in the mirror. Mm. Ian Botham is launching a range of wines. Uh, the Botham series se- celebrates key points of his career. Uh, a 76 series Chardonnay, uh, named after the year he scored his 
thousand runs in one mm. season. The first, uh, the first time he did it. Uh, also a, a red and a white all rounder, reflecting his skills in both bowling and batting. It's pretty, uh, you know, they've really gone into detail here, haven't they? <laughs> a white and a red because he can no, do no, both things. The, the star, I've got it this way though. He comprises two wines, both yeah. them seventy-six series, Margaret River Chardonnay, mm. celebrating his debut for England, and the both them eighty series, Cunawara Cabernet Sauvignon, two thousand and sixteen, named after his world record-breaking century and thirteen wickets in nineteen eighty. Yeah, that's right. Botham's Ashes, 1980. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, it's close it? enough. Anyway, oh, close we'll take enough, yeah. your, your whiny cricketers. <laughs> who have you got? Who have you got? Clive Reisling. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Sort and, of, it's more Riesling, really, isn't well, it? But anyway, it's more. Yeah. And <laughs> good. Paul came back in the room there for a second. <laughs> and, <laughs> Cabernet Alley, the Lancashire Bowler. Well, obviously, I've got Dominic Corked. Uh, <laughs> Pinot Best. Oh, that's good. And uh, Gordon Grenache. Oh, I yeah. Like it, yeah. You like that that's one? Anyway, look, you're better than us at this. Uh, certainly better than Andy. Oh, Malbec Loy, the producer. Oh, yes, said. Malbec Loy as well. Uh, so, <laughs> your whiny cricketers, please. Um, and uh, and then. Uh, that woman that suggested Malbec Loy. What's wrong with that? <laughs> that ignorant woman, John. <laughs> the ignorant woman, John. <laughs> You'd like to insult that's our producer. That's the best moment of the week. It was, was really good, really. wasn't it? Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops if we're stopping to get gas. You will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. I'm not far away from playing an episode of the Sturmy Archers. Gaz says, oh God, I thought the pain was restricted to Sundays. Good job my missus no, no, is still at work does, or you'd be responsible for a divorce. <coughs> it's fascinating. It sort of polarises the audience a bit. It does. I've noticed on a Sunday people either seem to really like it or they absolutely hate it. Mm-hmm. But I always enjoy it. Well, of course, I am slightly biased because I was listening to you one Sunday yeah. with Bradley yes. and uh, and Barry and I, it suddenly struck me Sunday morning. It would be quite a fun thing to do to have a sort of soap opera. Yeah. And then I thought, you know... Archers is something that's on every Sunday, and then I thought, well, let's make it bike based. The Sturmy Archers, exactly. And I, I gave that's all I gave to you. And all you've, you gave you've me. run with it, and Absolutely. you've managed to you've, you've turned it into an ensemble piece. You've managed to get everybody here who works at Talksport. It's become quite a thing. People, yeah. Toby's begging to be in Absolutely. it. Absolutely, is. We're hoping John might be in it. So, uh, well, I thought you know, let's play one, and then people can 
then listen to it on yeah. Sunday in the next episode. And if you don't like it, well, it's only a couple of minutes. Well, so. we welcome all feedback. So, you yeah. know, positive and negative, 8, 10, 18 on the text. If you don't uh, listen to me yeah. and Barry on a Sunday, uh, what's nice is to explain to every single person in the world what Sturmy Archers is. I think I'm the I'm the youngest you can be <laughs> to know what Sturmy Archer yes. gears are. It right? was good it's that you did know that they were a, a type of gear. It's a three-speed bike <laughs> from like the 60s. <laughs> and just because my parents had them means I understand. Otherwise, no one has a clue about this. So it was, it was um, you know, to, 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 the to best bring... thing about it was Bradley hated it. Well, so Bradley Wiggins was on the show. Uh, he's moved on to better things. Uh, uh, he, th- I think he, th- he, he thought thinks. Barry and I. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he say he's moved on to better things. He thinks. <laughs> but I think he, he yeah. felt Barry and I were a pair of idiots, yeah. and that's fine. Well, um, enough, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, so we have a. It is a sitcom. It's set in the village. Alan Brazil is the mayor. Ali McCoist is a reverend. Um, uh, I'm a rabbi. People. Pe- a... Pe- Perry Groves is a terrible actor, but he's the postman. Uh, <laughs> Paul's the policeman. Paul is the policeman. Um, and uh, we yeah. join it. This and is an Paul episode. Paul agreed to do it, and he's got very, very high standards. There we go. Um, <laughs> uh, so, so anyway, this episode is, uh, uh, there was a long-running storyline that we needed to get the milk to Mickey Quinn, the milkman, so he could deliver it. That was a weird cycle career. We had to deliver it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this episode uh, begins where we find out that Radio 4 wants to sue us for copyright for some reason. Uh, and uh, we have to go to Sawyer, the lawyer. Uh, so, yeah, have a listen. And 81089, welcome all feedback. Previously on the Sturmy Archers. Dear sirs, this is the head of Radio 4. Fonella Wilmington come Dudgeley Pops. We would ask that you cease and desist or we will be forced to sue you for the following. What does that mean? We're being sued. We need a lawyer. And fast. We could go to Sawyer's Lawyers. Hi, Sawyer the Lawyer here. Are you in need of legal services? I'm barely qualified, but I play hard and fast with justice. Now I'll see you in court. What if they win? No more Sturmy Arches. God, I'm so stressed. It'll be okay. Hang on, let me get this. Hello? Yeah, this is Max. Yeah, the voice of Gaviscon. Yeah, yeah, that's me. No, not important right now. Sure. It was what? A misunderstanding. So we're not getting sued. Oh, that is a weight off my mind. Thanks, bye. Who was that? That was Melvin Bragg. So we're, n- we're not getting sued? No, no, no. It was just a misunderstanding. It turned out Radio 4 had never heard of us. But we're a Football Sports Federation nominated for Radio Show of the Year. Show. We lost to a phone-in, Barry. Don't mention it. Okay. Um, anyway, let's celebrate with some lunch. Why not? Do you want to get a bagel from Rabbi Jacobs? Sure. Roll up, roll up, roll up. Come and get your bagels. Hey, Rabbi Jacobs. I'm not a rabbi anymore. I'm a bagel baker. How come? I just got a village-wide patent for bagels and went on Dragon's Den. And Tuka Suleiman gave me a £100,000 investment in return for a 5% stake in my company, Rabbi Jacobs Bagels. I still do a bit of rabbiing on the side, of course. Well, it's a nice shop. Looks rustic. Oh, hi, Rabbi. Oh, hi, PC Paul Hawksby. Like a bagel? Oh, yes, please. Here you are. Oh, thanks. Bye. Max. Yeah, what? I'm not sure enough is going into this episode. What do you mean? Well, we're just buying bagels. In the other ones, you know, there have been fires, houses falling down, 
me falling in love. You know, stuff like that. Should we just get out of here, then? Here's your bagels, and here's some free uranium. What? And now you must die! What? Uh, sorry, I overheard Barry. I was just trying to add some excitement. Fair enough. See you later. So, what now? Let's get back to the bikes. I'm so sad. This is me crying, crying. Oh, it's Mickey the Milkman. I've got no milk. Oh, Mickey the Milkman, don't be so sad. How can you tell me not to be sad when I've got no milk? Oh, Mickey. Don't you owe Mickey me. You lost that milk. It's your fault. Not our fault. Yes, it is. Where's my milk? We had it, but then it turned into cream, so we were going to give it to Ray's Cream Parlour, and then it turned into cheese. I need that milk. We could go to Costco and get some more. No, it's closed on Sundays. Wait, I've got an idea. The uranium that Rabbi Jacobs gave us. Yeah? Well, I read somewhere that if we can get these bikes up to 88 miles per hour down the high street, Mickey can stand up on this really high ladder, attach these two leads that aren't quite close enough to attach. Yes! Then we could go back in time and get Mickey's milk. Pedal, Barry, pedal! I'm pedalling! This ladder, these leads... They're just touching. Hold on, Mickey. We're not up to 88 yet. Barry, how fast are we going? Eight miles an hour. Quick, Barry, take these anabolic steroids. Okay. We're really doing it. It's like I'm flying. Mickey, attach the leads. Hang on. Did we set the date we're going back to? So close. So close. Oh, God. My head. You okay, Barry? Where are we? It looks like the village. Yeah, but it's just... Slightly different. Who's that? Sure, I recognise him. Excuse me, sir. Good morning. Good morning to you. Who are you? This is Richard Keyes. Oh, no. We've gone back to 2012. It's always as long as the real <laughs> Derek The says, omnibus edition. <laughs> Derek says this show is a load of pony. Where is Paul? Uh, oh, yes, all right. Yeah, no, no, we have to take all feedback, don't we? Uh, John, you can't beat Sawyer the lawyer. Need more <laughs> of her. Uh, Dave Gunner just says awful. Um, uh, Ryan, how can I unhear? <laughs> how can I unhear this? Uh, Ryan Richardson, I don't know why the Sturmy Arts is so disliked. I think it's great radio. Um, uh, Steve says... Too, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Adam says, does Rabbi Jacobs uh, have words of encouragement for Rabbi Matondo? Let's <laughs> move to Schalke. Thanks for bringing it back to sport. Well done. Uh, Steve says, uh, Steve says, I'm afraid I'm not a listener on Sunday, but now I've heard this episode, I still won't be listening. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyway, that was from a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, last week, Danny Kelly took us into witness protection because uh, Barry agreed to marry Georgie Bingham and Georgie Bingham's ex, Saggers, the psycho, is not happy. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, so uh, uh, this week's episode will, in, uh, hopefully, if they agree to read the script I've written for them, star the two mics. Oh, good. Uh, Chris says, self-indulgent, indulgent drivel. Thank you. Yes, well, Chris. fair enough. That's, That's nice, isn't it? truth in that. Uh, there is. Uh, <laughs> Brinsky says, has, any, has anyone ever turned down a role in the Sturmy Archers uh, no, <laughs> for the benefit of their career? No. People really want to be on it. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Uh, I love it. Fast five stars. Roger in Saddleworth. Thank you, Roger. Well done, Roger. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. A 
Good afternoon. Uh, this is Talks Between Jacobs on Talksport. Max uh, in for Paul today. Paul back on Monday. This is my favourite hour of, of your week, oh, Andy. The yes. uh, Kelner Macklin clips uh, <laughs> triumvirate. It's a glorious thing, and um, it kicks off with Martin Kelner. Look, Martin, I hope you're going to cheer Andy up somehow because. Uh, Chelsea and the England cricket team between them, he's having a sort of existential crisis on air. It's very entertaining. Well, he's been having an existential crisis for the last 10 years. But uh, I, I did, interestingly enough, I've, I've almost stopped watching Council TV. And by Council TV, I mean the stuff that Sky and BBC One, BBC Two. I'm almost Council exclusively TV watching, uh, yeah, not watching, I'm watching private TV now. Yeah, okay. So I'm almost, yeah, go private at my age. So I'm uh, almost exclusively watching uh, Netflix. Okay. Because I watched Sunday until I and Amazon Prime. I watched um, Sunday until I die, and that was such a fantastic documentary series that they keep uh, at Netflix sort of recommending other stuff that I might want to watch, um, which I've been trying. But I did watch. I watched one program on the BBC this week. Okay. Just I pay the license fee. I watched one program, uh, and that was Match of the Day on uh, Wednesday. Yes. So I was able mm. to enjoy the uh, Bournemouth Chelsea, uh, and <laughs> also that because I, I wanted to see the highlights of West. Ham Wolves because mm. having uh, having watched it live I thought to myself I wonder what if they've managed to pick out any highlights whatsoever of West Ham and the only thing is Antonio doing one of those runs I mean he's speedy I like Antonio a great yeah. player but doing one of those runs that comes to nothing and that was the highlight it was you know, quite you know. extraordinary wasn't it uh, how Wolves they probably could have won 20-0 what has yeah. happened to West Ham it's, it's so bizarre. patchy aren't they one minute they look like they could be doing something yeah, yeah. he's really building something Next week they turn in two Don't performances I, like that against Wimbledon and yeah, Wolves. Unbelievable. Don't forget I backed them to uh, get in the top four. <laughs> so I've more or less, uh, you know, the fun has stopped. The kiss of death. When the fun stops, stop. But yeah. No, but I did enjoy um, Bournemouth versus Chelsea. Not particularly for, I mean, obviously, mm. a hell of a bad performance by Chelsea. Mm. But for um, the delightfully understated... Uh, Jonathan Pierce's commentary. I don't know whether you've talked about this. It's a great line. He <laughs> sort of started reading a poem, didn't he? No, it's not a well, poem. Well, no, it was Charlie Daniels. Yeah, right. Devil went down to Georgia, wasn't it? It was very good. Yes, it was. It was I mean, but he must have had that written for years <laughs> on a piece of paper, just waiting to be commentating, and Charlie Daniels score a goal. <laughs> and he said, fire in the mountain, run, boy, run. The devil's in the house of the Bournemouth sun. Do you not know that song? Absolutely no, no idea. Charlie Daniels, man. Of course, it's a famous song. Nobody under 50 knows that song. <laughs> really? Yeah. This is why I love about this yeah, section. That's, that's it's not true. I mean, there are songs that you know that I know from thirties. You know that I wasn't born then. I mean, I no, know you might have been. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, thirties. So yeah, you, you know the old George Formby song. Yeah, and, and I you, wasn't alive then. Yeah, and you know songs from the great American songbook, Cole yeah. Porter, George mm. Gershwin, all that. Yeah. But. Charlie Daniels Band is an obscure bluegrass band <laughs> that got a lot of radio play round about the time Capital Radio was starting. Yeah. You know, be- long before Max. To be was fair born. to Jonathan, I mean, I once asked yeah, him about one of his back. one of his great lines, which was Tony Adams scoring for Arsenal in the I think the League Cup final, something like that. But he he just went Eeyore, Eeyore, he always scores for Arsenal. It was one of the best lines, and I asked, and it, it was off the top of his head, so. 
You know, I'm, I'm, I don't know whether Charlie Daniels. That's was or not, not. Nobody knows. Has the first line <laughs> floating around in their head, just so well, that if they have, I'll see him and he'll tell me. Do you me. think Jonathan Pierce has one for every? You know, for every for Simon Francis and Adam Smith, just in case any sort of <laughs> unlikely Bournemouth scorer. Yeah, I mean, if if somebody called Roddy Frame scores, he'll you know he'll have an Aztec camera song or whatever. Oh, it's one, uh, one of Connie Francis's old numbers. Connie Simon Francis, Francis. She was popular in the fifties. <laughs> Literally, no idea. I mean, I love this feature. I normally have no idea who you're talking about so I've uh, given up a bit on transfer deadline day but I did enjoy um, that's probably wrong to be sitting here on talk sports saying I've given up on transfer because you did tons on it didn't you Um, but I did to be fair nothing much happened no nothing and it hasn't for the last couple of years has it really but you've got to get excited the fact is we're all the same the fans love it we love it I love it as a fan even if you know nothing's happening you still just got that little bit of hope you you were hoping that Batchwine might have gone to West Ham yeah I was sort of semi-hoping that that was one but the more you saw, you know, you, you can pretty well get the idea mm. by about two o'clock in the afternoon these days <laughs> yeah. that, that he's not going to uh, West Ham. Yes. Or indeed, has he gone to Crystal Palace? He went to Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, yeah, Palace it was about ten past twelve. I did enjoy uh, Uri Kula, who is Sky's man in Munich. Uh, not Uri Geller. Not Uri Geller. Uh, he's uh, Sky's he spoons this far. <laughs> yeah, he's Sky's man in Fantasyland. Uh, Uli Kula, um, spelled oh, K-O, umlaut, uh, whatever. Um, Uli Kula, but he was the man in uh, Munich who they uh, and obviously nothing happened with uh, with Bayern Munich. I can't remember who was supposed to be going. Hudson Adoy. Hudson Adoy. Yeah. So nothing happened in there, but he they still had him standing out there. In, and it seemed very, very cold in Munich. Very, very cold. <laughs> um, and he had uh, one. He had a yellow sock. But you know, people say the Germans have got no sense of humour. Um, but he, I mean, that's why we're getting out of Europe. People say the Germans have got no sense of humour. But this, you know, he th- he found it amusing, and he he was well, way was it better. sort of a nod to Jim, wasn't it? The fact he was wearing a yellow sock. Or? He had a yellow sock. As a, 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 you know, transfer deadline, everything yellow, yellow, yes, yeah, yeah, yellow cushions and all that sort mm. of stuff. Um, but I, I never thought, quite understand that really. Yeah. Why yellow? No, there we go. Well, when you could do red alert, Andy, why would you do yellow? Well, no, would you do well, it's exactly. more accurate. And he was yeah. in a red suit yesterday for red alert. Saw it on Twitter. Virgin Trains have offered him a job. They have. I said, I said, he'd be the most, he'd be the most <laughs> annoying ticket master, wouldn't he? He'd be there, ticket uh, inspector. He'd be no, like, I wanna, very nice. I've got a super saver. Well, it's not super saver right now, no, no, is it? I tell you what's good news for me and Martin. More restaurants now. I read an article this week. Are using over fifties as waiting staff. They realise that really? sort of like fifty, sixty-year-old oh. waiters. Five or six years' time, I'll apply for a job there. Then, <laughs> um, yes, I've been watching on Netflix. Uh, Bobby Robson, more than a manager. Anybody seen that? Uh, no. no, that is is it brilliant. Tremendous? That is absolutely fantastic, and it's sort of um, it, it's. It seduced me into thinking that all their football documentaries are fantastic, but they're not. A lot of them are very poor. I watched the one about Juventus as well, uh, First Team Juventus. Uh, not so much um, not so much a soccer documentary as Una Docuseri Originale. Uh, was it all in Italian? Yeah, yeah it was mostly in with Italian. Subtitles, yeah. uh, with subtitles. Which made me feel thrillingly continental as I watched it. <laughs> but in actual fact, yeah, there was a lot of interview with Massimiliano Allegro. Um, Allegri, yeah. Allegri, sorry. <laughs> um, but the one thing I didn't take from it was uh, Giorgio... Cialini, and I don't know whether any of you have spotted this, looks very much like Liam Fisher, uh, who is the, <laughs> talk sport. the talk sport boss. I would say he's got a more rugged jaw, Cialini. 
um, yeah, if I was to compare wrong. them. But, well, they're not exactly... We, we do this uh, look-alike game. The difference is he's offered Chiellini a daily show. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, he does look very, he does look very similar. Um, but the rest of it was... There was a quite irritating... Uh, are they enjoying the Chiellini? I um, enjoyed that one. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, it's really useful for all the listeners who've never seen him, but, you know. know. Have a look. Well, they'll find, there must be a picture of Liam somewhere on oh, the Oh, we'll internet. tweet one out. I'll tweet, yeah. we'll tweet... I'll put the two together yeah. to make it inclusive. Yeah, that would be nice, that, if you could do that. No, because, we'll do that, for sure. You know, I may be wrong, because we do do this lookalike game, and sometimes mine have been a way off the mark. Yes. But I did think there was a... Rese- I would count it as a, as a two, maybe. Yes, we, give them quick score, we give them scoring. Yeah, I did one throwback scoring. Thursday. I said throwback Thursday when I was feeling pensive and posted a picture of Ben Affleck. And then... Um, an hour later, my mum sent me an email going, lovely picture of you on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> that you is, do, love, is, you do. love is blind, isn't it? That yeah. is true. You do have a, a Ben Affleck. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. There is a film where he's got a degenerative disease. That's the one where it really fits <laughs> in. Hey, one, one quick one, Martin. All oh, right. Uh, one quick one. What else? Oh, I watched uh, Ronaldo, the documentary, which, again, was a self-serving nonsense all about him getting the Ballon d'Or. Uh, <laughs> and it was basically a, a, a swipe at Messi as well. So we got, you saw, there was a great shot where uh, Messi was, is picking up his third Ballon door and you get a great shot of the face of uh, Ronaldo looking daggers you know yeah he's not happy is he not happy when uh, Messi gets it so uh, so that was quite interesting but that again was on Netflix Netflix. the Mm -hmm. one thing I would recommend to you on Netflix is something called Becoming Champions which has the fine writer John Carlin in it and uh, it's all about the history of football in Uruguay, oh. which is a fascinating story because obviously they, they won the first World Cup. Mm, yeah, then they won it again in 1950. Uh, and, you know, fierce rivalry with Brazil. Lots of great stuff in that. So I'd recommend that on uh, Netflix. But Bobby Robinson, more than a manager. Robson, but yes. Sorry, Bobby, Bobby Robson. Bobby Robinson. <laughs> yes. Bobby, Bobby Robinson. It's a guy who was almost the extreme right wing. No, Bobby Robson. Don't watch any stuff about That's Tommy really, Robinson. No, Bobby Robinson. Bobby Robbins is his really liberal brother who's just yeah. disappointed about all of it, isn't it? Uh, Martin, thank you so much. Back on tonight. Yeah, back on tonight, 1 a.m. Excellent Perfect. news on Prime Talk Radio. in Hong Kong. <laughs> of course it is. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have, like, you know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> a lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, yeah, you, you were different. And so much more. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Book Sport.